Hello, just before we get to the latest episode of Hoser Horror on Notes from the Back Row, we need to thank our latest Patreon members, Paul Matson and Brenda Huppenthal. Please go to patreon.com slash backrowcineblog. You can get a bonus episode or piece of content every month. You get early access to our weekly episodes and more. So go to patreon.com slash backrowcineblog. See if you can throw a couple dollars to Back Row. Keep the lights on, get bonus content and more and otherwise enjoy the episode. Hello, this is Notes from the Back Row. A podcast like no other. Different themes, rotating hosts, and so much more. So strap in for a veritable cinematic Coney Island of the mind. Welcome to another episode of Notes from the Back Row, the official podcast for back-row.com, champions of unsung and underrated cinema. You can find us on back-row.com, and you can also go to many social sites like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and more at backrowcineblog, and you can email us at backrowcineblog at gmail.com. This episode is another in the long-running sub-series of podcast episodes where Carlo and I talk about horror movies from Canada. What's up, Carlo? Hey, man. What's up? It's Hoser Horror Time. Yeah. We've been doing other shows. By the time this goes up, you will be able to go listen to both Franchise Frenzy episodes, mm. one for Meatballs and one for Project Shadow Chaser. So what are we going to do next? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's your pick this time, so. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> I feel you... like I had an idea, but I can't you... remember. Yeah, you at one point messaged me about, like, I don't know, like, Scorpion King and the Mummy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you want to do that? <laughs> Let, let's think about it a little longer. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's think about it. <laughs> yeah. We have to break those up into multiple episodes. Mm, how many of those are there, anyway? I think there's more Scorpion King movies than there is Mummy movies. Yeah, by this point, I guess so, yeah. Two or three Mummy movies, and then, like, four, maybe even a Scorpion King. That's too much. Yeah. We don't mm. have to talk about a whole franchise today, because we're here to talk about Phew. horror movies from Canada from the early 2000s. Th this is partially inspired, I have to say. Mm. Yeah, I was going to ask, why? why? Why these movies? <laughs> a friend of mine reached out and said, yeah. You know, I love the show. His name's Andrew Paulson. He's a friend of mine. He listens, he listens a oh, lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I know that name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He posts, like, on Twitter, on uh, Instagram when he's mm -hmm. watching the movies we cover. And he nice. was like, well, you, you know what you should do? You should mm -hmm. do more new movies, and you should do a, <laughs> a double feature of Jeff Barnaby films, because he's um, a Canadian director who did Blood Quantum and Rhymes for Young Ghouls. Okay. And those are like two Canadian horror movies that okay. are from of more of a recent time. And I was like, you know what? How recent? Like 2019, oh, 2018. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. 
So you're like, fuck that. We're doing 2001 movies. Yeah. I was like, you're right. We should do newer movies. And I was like, <laughs> this is technically newer. Yeah. Slashers and the Mangler too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. I'm sure we'll get to those eventually. But yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. I was just kind of hmm. like, I like watching garbage from the 2000s. Same, same, <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> like, I never thought I'd say that, but, like, I don't know, there's some fun garbage there, for sure. I have, like, a little list on Letterboxd where I uh, save some notables. Like, I recently saw this movie called Endangered Species, oh, uh, yeah. directed by Kevin Tenney. Eric Roberts is in that one. That's, that's probably the sole reason why I watched it. <laughs> It's awful, but I enjoyed it. Nice. So, you know, that that's a win. <laughs> exactly. I, I feel like there's a bunch of horror movies from this era from mm -hmm. from Canada. There's another one, I think, from maybe a few years later yeah. called uh, uh, Decoys. Decoys. I've never heard yeah. of that one. And I think there's a sequel to that as well. So no. there's some, some 2000s sci-fi kind of mm -hmm. horror stuff from this era that we can get into once in a while. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't mind this era of horror movies. It's it's very specific. Like especially now, like twenty years later, there's some charm to that, to this type of garbage. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of movies from this era of horror from the two thousands that when they came out I saw and said, These are terrible movies that yeah. I've since gone back to and been like, actually that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, I mentioned to you in a Facebook thread recently that I went back to stuff like Gothica and Case 39 oh, and yeah, was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I actually yeah. like these. Yeah, 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 that's true. Uh, yeah, I saw Gothica in the, in the cinema when it came out and uh, I really didn't like it, but I might get around to rewatching it at one point. Yeah, it, it reminds me of uh, Carrie 2 because it's, oh. it's, it's a movie that at the time I feel like I wasn't ready to be on the wavelength of that movie where i just watched it as as a horror movie and thought oh this is lame but then you go back to both those movies and you, and you go oh these are two movies very specifically about like women and mm -hmm. yeah. like <laughs> dealing with like kothika is a movie about how men are gaslighting her and nobody believes her and the only people that she needs to like stand with her other women and it's like oh yeah of course nobody wanted to see this in 2003 <laughs> like oh, we weren't see, ready yeah 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 carrie 2 as well uh I, I i can vouch for carrie 2 that's a good movie and yeah it's uh and i hated it when it came out i watched it and i said that was terrible ha 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 what a piece of crap and then i watched it <laughs> and like two years ago it was like oh shit this this is phenomenal it's fantastic i love it yeah 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 it's great i, I saw it for the first time like i don't know i feel like a little before you came back around to Definitely. it and i was like this is a good movie i don't know what all the hate is about but i guess it was just like outdated hate like people just remembering that it was a bad movie when it came out or so they thought but yeah again uh i can't really say a whole lot about that initial reception i wasn't there for carrie 2 but yeah carrie 2 is great Totally. So, mm. you know, maybe we'll watch some movies this week and see what see what happens from from the early two thousands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's let's go right into it. Let's watch uh, slashers from two thousand and one. Nihonichi no reality show. Okuman chojen naru chance. 
ただ生き延びればよいのみ3人のスラッシャーズいいでしょうか I'd, I'd heard about it before you suggested it, but just completely forgot about it again. Probably even watched that trailer because I remember like the whole Japanese game show angle vaguely. So it's like, oh, yeah, this movie. Okay, yeah, sure, fine, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this movie, like, I will say, just from based on the trailer as well, I thought the Japanese stuff, like the whole. Whoa, isn't Japan weird and extreme? It's not as bad in the movie as I thought it was going to be. Like,、mm-hmm. they definitely exploit that angle, which is off the bat a little obnoxious. But I feel like I've just seen like mainstream movies, more popular movies, handle that kind of thing worse. Like, even, even something like、um, Pacific Rim really grated on me in the way it was like, I don't know. Like, that's such a weeb movie. Like, I mean, Guillermo <laughs> del Toro as well. He's, 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 he's a total weeb. And <laughs> it, it comes across in Pacific Rim in a very, very, in a way I hate it more than this movie. This movie's more blatant about it and more, in a way, palatable. Because also, I thought this movie was just going to be way worse about that kind of thing. Honestly, they sort of nail like the whole obnoxious and flashy nature of Japanese like trivia game shows. If you've ever seen one of those, like an actual Japanese trivia show or game show, they're like extremely flashy and there's like text flashing on the screen and, and just reaction shots of people and just being very, very extra and kind of obnoxious, to be honest. I mean, those, those shows aren't in very good taste, but. Then again, like trivia game shows, like that's sort of everywhere. But yeah, with, this is just like in Japan, they have a very specific Japanese flavor to them. And so I didn't mind that stuff in this movie. I was like, yeah, that, that's sort of what they are, but it's sort of、uh, satire. So sure, fine. And also,、um, at least they have people in the movie who are either Japanese or half Japanese because most of the Japanese that was spoken is like very. Fluent Japanese. I think, like, the presenter girl, she's definitely half Japanese. Her pronunciation was pretty good. So, you know, just for that, it's 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 not the worst. Like, off the bat, I was like, okay, sure, sure, fine.、Um, I'm not offended yet. <laughs>、um, here's so before we get too deep into it, I do. So, I did look up some interviews with the director.、Um, And I'm wondering, do you think that that's the case? Maybe because, and to, to look at the difference between something like Pacific Rim, where you're saying, you know, like 
he's a he's a weeb <laughs> basically yeah yeah i mean i don't mean that in a bad way like pe people can mean that in a bad way but he's life. obviously enamored and yeah 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 absolutely doing something very intentional yeah 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 absolutely. when i read the an interview with this director he said mm -hmm. um when i wrote slashers in 1999 the big reality tv wave had not yet hit but i had seen mm -hmm. a clip from a japanese game show called endurance where where contestants were put through hell to win prizes and I had seen death game films like Running Man and Death Race 2000, and he put two and two together. Do you think maybe it is helped by the fact that he isn't super knowledgeable and is maybe just like He's saw not some necessarily. clips? <laughs> yeah, like saw some clips and was like, I'm going to do this kind of a thing. Yeah, I feel like he has, how do you say this, less of a, less personal, like nerdy stakes in like proving his nerddom, like a lot of directors these days especially do. He's just like a director and he saw something, oh, okay, yeah, that, that, that's a cool angle. Uh, and, and that's all there is to it. And yeah, th that does explain it, why it's more, mm, less obnoxious. Yeah, I mean, more it's, an, palatable. It, it's, it's an obnoxious movie. Let's just get that out of the way for sure. Yeah, in some other ways. <laughs> in other ways as well. But yeah, that aspect as well could have been done way worse. And yeah, that explains it, I guess. <laughs> so the director, Maurice, um, I went on the Canuxploitation.com review for this and read that uh, his first film that he made when he was younger, I believe he shot it throughout the late 80s. It's called Blood Symbol. They got a push from Fangoria magazine. They had like Fangoria magazine had a video label. They used to put movies out, and I think Blood Symbol was in some way wrapped up with that. And in the Canuxploitation review, they say that they say that Slashers is his third feature for Fangoria in ten years. So I'm not sure. I couldn't find any information on the IMDb companies about it being distributed by Fangoria, but it may have been from from that from that review i mean there is like uh, i linked to you before there's a docu documentary that only exists on a fangoria dvd okay and also explains like i don't know it's 2001 but they're doing very specifically like handmade special effects that look cheap and splattery but in a way that i like and in a way that you know fangoria's fan base will also enjoy yeah um, yeah definitely yeah. but it's also it's also kind of dude bro -y obnoxious in a way that I also associate with Fangoria, kind of. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I, yeah. And I think that from what I've gathered about his other features, it yeah. seems it seems like that's his, one of his things is, is that practical effects. And, okay. And I saw a lot of other reviews of his other films that just said like, oh, you do a lot of practical effects. You like to mm -hmm. lean into that. So I feel like yeah, yeah. That, that checks out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the gore in this movie. It's just very, I don't know, it just feels handmade. And that's that's always great. In a way where they probably looked at it and were like, okay, this isn't super realistic or scary, but it looks fun. Like, it's just like, I don't know, at the level of like old Mortal Kombat games like Fatalities, it's just silly splatter, really. And and for the listeners that if you haven't seen the trailer or or seen the film, the entire movie is presented as if it is an episode of Slashers, their American special. And so the, the, the movie is all from the camera's perspective. And while it does continue through quote unquote commercial breaks, other than that, it doesn't really 
break the mold. It's all shot in long takes. They've do they've done the kind of you know Hitchcock rope thing where they're they're finding clever ways to to mix all these long takes together so it looks like it's all happening in one long take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was that stuff was kind of well done actually. It is. It, yeah. It's not. And like we've said, the word obnoxious a lot about this movie. That's one element of the movie that is not obnoxious is they don't really drag your nose through like, look what we're doing. You know, it's one take. You know, there's lots of light flashing and stuff to like hide cuts. But it's yeah. it's, <laughs> it's a little bit more like restrained in that. I've seen movies where they really, really do like, I'm going to pan up to a wall now and it's going to go black and then I'm going to pull away from the wall and you're really going to know what I'm doing here. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, also just, I don't know, it it was playful in ways that I wasn't expecting. I don't know, I just was expecting something really dire for some reason. But even like uh, whenever there was a, a commercial break, whenever someone was about to get killed, they just stop in place, yeah. wait, waiting for the commercial to end. And then, I mean, people are like for real dying in this game, but they still pause for commercial. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a funny little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there's no rules in slashers. Uh, they say up front, but I guess you still have to re respect capitalism you know the the all id aller <laughs> <laughs> yeah because they have collars like the ones from fortress around their neck oh where, yeah that's true yeah you know, I, I felt that wasn't that big of a plot plot point they don't make a huge deal out of it but they do sometimes flash and sort of uh take out the players if they're i don't know doing something they're not yeah, if they touch to. the cameraman they'll get zapped and then someone will come over and say you can't do that yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and i think <laughs> they do it again in a commercial break where like they zap them to say like you don't move while the commercials are on <laughs> yeah. So, yeah i i agree that this was not as bad as i thought it was going to be but like we mentioned i i found the shine came off the movie <laughs> over the course of the film i it's felt a, like it's a little long um Almost but, an hour 40. But apparently when I played festivals, it was two hours. Oh, my God. Can you even imagine that? Uh, no, I no, can't. No, absolutely not. <laughs> like, what What would be even in there? I mean, there's still even, like, what is it now? An hour 40 minutes? Imagine, Almost, like, 20 yeah. minutes extra. Yeah, because the structure of the movie is, like, they all get in a room. They all yell at each other. Somebody breaks through a wall. Somebody might die. They all run away. Maybe they split up. Then they end up in another room. Then they argue again. And it's just like... <laughs> I mean, it's a slasher movie, so it's fine if it's a little repetitive. But but slasher movies are at their best when they're like a, a brisk 80 minutes. And, yeah. And this is already like 100, let alone 120 minutes. <laughs> no, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. I just... I, I found it's one of those movies where I grew tired of just like where the characters were pitched at in terms of... A lot of yelling and a lot of arguing at each other. Um, yeah, that's and true. So yeah. in one of the interviews that I had read with him, he felt, you know, that he dropped the ball when he made this movie. Um, the director did. The director did. And he said it's because of the low budget, the cheap sets. He said there's pacing problems. And in particular, he said, you know, I hired amateurs. So I understand that, like, I got the acting that, like, we, we did what we could. 
But he does say that he thinks a lot of their performances are his fault because he was doing the one take thing. And it's very hard to get, you know, five or six actors all to do their best take on the same take. Yeah. Which okay. is which is understandable. But yeah, there was yeah. definitely times in the movie where I was like, Oh, she is not good or oh he really <laughs> bad in this scene. Like I I grew on me in terms of like some of the performances I was just like, I'm over this. <laughs> yeah. Some of them handle it better than others, but I mean uh, when your worst actor uh is is uh, I forget <laughs> her name, character. you know. <laughs> I forget her name, but yeah, the main girl, she's basically the worst actress and I don't know, probably wasn't done any favors, but she hasn't done any acting outside of this either. I, yeah, I so... felt bad. I felt bad because the movie doesn't give her a lot. The movie's very obvious about when she's introduced, she's the final girl, you know, and but but every all of her performance notes are very leaning into everything and she's really only given like yelling and yeah, being upset that's true. And yeah. it's just it's a grating character and she, yeah the, the it doesn't give her it doesn't do her any favors no no exactly um yeah and there's also like in terms of her character so you've got those three killers forget their yeah. names chainsaw charlie yeah grown-up chucky basically chucky meets like sort of texas chainsaw kind of guy uh, it's pretty fun. And yeah. you've got the priest. Preacher man. Played by the same actor. Uh, also pretty fun. But then you've got the Dr. Ripper guy. Played by a guy called Christopher Piggins, whose uh, only credits on IMDb are like 90% uh, as a Foley artist. So definitely not an actor. And I mean, he's pretty hammy, but in a way that... Uh, I I don't know. I just wasn't enjoying. Him. I it's... I thought he was here, like not hi not him as a performance, but I just felt like he's not. Yeah, he's not given anything fun like the other the other two murder slasher characters have like kind of something fun about them, and maybe that's the performance. But the doctor is just like I'm going to show up, rip somebody's clothing off, and then yell like yeah, you got to be naked for the doctor or something. I was just like, this is gross. Yeah, it's very gross. And he's supposed to be like the most elite killer. And I'm like, oh my God, he's the lamest. He's he's the worst. He's... The preacher man is great. Yeah, you don't even love to hate Dr. Ripper. It's not even that. It's just like, ugh, I just don't want you on the screen, yeah, really. Like all you Dr. do is Ripper. show up, uh, rip a girl's uh, top off, and then, I don't know, be gross. And Yeah, maybe stab somebody. Yeah, and even like the... The ripping of the clothes off, it was, it was gross, but like at one point it almost became comedic because it started becoming like this running gag almost, but like a, a gross running gag, but still I'm like, what what, what are they going for here? I, I'm yeah. not sure. It's because it, it happens like once and you're like, what the hell? Okay, this is gross, but whatever. And then later it happens like one or two more times. And yeah. You're like again with yeah, this? Yeah, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure it happens like three times. What's that? The rule of three? Uh I guess if it happens three times, it, it feels like <laughs> they're doing a joke. I feel like they should have just had um, the one character play, the one actor play all Yeah, that would have been good, for sure. Yeah. 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 Because the other two are, even when they're not given anything, they there's like a character to them in a fun way. Like, Chainsaw Charlie has like the Chainsaw little... Chainsaw Charlie is pretty fun in this movie. The yokel accent, and yeah. Preacher Man <laughs> has the, like, theatricality, and so those are, like, fun. And and both of the other two have, like, 
like when they do their kills, they're a little bit more fun. Like Chainsaw Charlie cuts somebody in half, and the preacher man has the theatricality to some of his murders, and then yeah, Doctor Ripper's just like, "I'll use my knife on you or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> I'm a yeah, sort yeah. of, and he just stays alive the longest, but that's it. <laughs> uh, I mean, there are things about this movie that I like. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a charm to it. There is a charm to it. Uh, Especially going in, the bar for this thing was pretty low for me. And even despite the fact that this movie is also like pretty meta in a way I usually find pretty obnoxious. But again, because the bar is so low, I was just surprised it was doing anything. It also kind of reminded me of, have, have you seen Murder Party? No, I haven't oh, actually. Oh yeah, uh... Jeremy Saulnier, uh, guy. Yeah, that's his early movie. Yeah. Green Room and Blue Room, which are great movies. But uh, I recently saw Murder Party, and you know, I'm, uh, I don't want to say bad things about it, but I also can't say good things about it. Uh, <laughs> it has a similar vibe to this movie. It's also kind of obnoxious and very feels very homemade. But I, I actually like slashers more than Murder Party, to be honest. And uh, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel kind of troubled saying that just i don't know just because jeremy sonier would go on to make great movies and you know slashes is just i don't know it's just slashers <laughs> yeah i did uh this does feel homemade in a way where it the whole movie i was like this is a paintball yeah it is a paintball course yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> like i'm is. like i'm fairly certain there's like paintball yeah, splats yeah, yeah. all over there the is. place yeah if you if you check like the <laughs> filming location i think or might maybe the trivia on imdb it, it says they shot at a like a, a paintball <laughs> arena sort of thing it's <laughs> so, funny yeah, yeah yeah i mean that that's a good uh like the locations and stuff i like that in the movie um yeah it's it, a good it, like it got the job way. done yeah, a good way to, to get a location that matches the kind of movie you need to shoot and then not have to dress it a lot. Reminded me a little bit of that thing that we went to when we visited Toronto. Um, what was it called again? Fear Farm. Fear Farm. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. I was like, oh, yeah. this this. That's what Emma said when she was watching this with me. She goes, oh, that clown place, that, that looks like the Fear Farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, those are yeah. fun memories. So I was like, it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it has a like low budget halloween mm -hmm. vibe yeah 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 there's yeah. also parts where i definitely didn't mind the music there's like this uh thing you hear in the trailer as well this like upbeat synthy thing that definitely got the job done for me so that wasn't bad uh what else uh i mean i'm a huge fan of the running man Schwarzenegger mm -hmm. movie it's Me like too. probably I don't know like one of my favorite Schwarzenegger movies um oh easily yeah I love cheap gore and there was this, uh, another bit that I liked in the movie at one point uh so the final girl and the guy who I'm just gonna call like Topher Grace and Predators because <laughs> <laughs> that's basically his character um, yeah you know maybe spoilers for this movie but i don't care <laughs> uh and they end up in this like sex room oh that was yeah it also just made me laugh it was just so i don't know just so ham-fisted like this music starts playing and it's like this slow jam with a guy who sort of sounds like blowfly and he's saying shit like uh just very short phrases and i wrote them all down he says sexy <laughs> That's right, baby, <laughs> super fine, get down, 
oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the lyrics of that song and and it's supposed to get sexy but it gets rapey yeah i didn't quick. need that scene um, no 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 absolutely not it's just that song that made me kind of oh, laugh yeah. but every, everything else <laughs> going on i'm like oh jesus cut this cut this shit out i mean <laughs> these are minutes that the movie doesn't yeah absolutely you can not. reveal this um, character to be a bad person in any number of ways <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah it's, yeah uh, yeah um but yeah apparently what's what, what's this movie i have to assume it wasn't a success uh i don't know but i i have found you know and this isn't a way to judge success but over the years i've always considered this movie in my mind to be one that i would hear like it's not that bad like it's you know like like we're saying That's, like hey yeah, this is actually true. pretty good you know if you go read the exploitation review, like it's pretty positive. Like at the time, I think in the world of of horror and cult movies, people were, people were kind of starved. Probably, like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's it sort of stuck between decent and fairly good for me. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you checked the IMDb trivia for this, but I think the only thing that's on there is a line that says. There will not be a slasher sequel because Maurice said it's not possible due to legal issues. W whatever the fuck that. Well, means. I have some. Uh, <laughs> oh, do yeah. you? Oh, oh, bring it. <laughs> so apparently, he signed away the rights to a production company called Black Watch, and then they signed the the rights away to some company that was like a British company, and so he said they all went into bankruptcy and a bond company took over and then they went bankrupt. So what he said was that it would be a really expensive legal hassle to figure out at what point in all of these companies going bankrupt, the yeah, owner, yeah. where did the ownership land? And, and he basically said, um, it would take a Hollywood company with millions of dollars trying to do like a remake to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. but he did, he did say <laughs> he had a storyline for a sequel. Oh yeah. yeah. Did he say what or just that he just had, that he had it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, sure. I I have one too. <laughs> uh, not gonna say though. No, just in case yeah. you make it. You know, legal issues and call it something else. NDA, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Slashers yeah. with a Z at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a mixed uh, cross universe with rats yeah. with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> Cinematic universe of Z. Amazing. So Slashers 2001 you know filmed in quebec this is pretty it like i said it's it's not the worst movie it it's definitely mm, no not no. the worst uh, it's it, it, it's okay yeah, it's okay it's okay yeah. sure that's that's for this kind of movie i don't know like a 2001 horror movie okay it's kind of a win yeah <laughs> to be honest uh, as as we will see yeah. speaking of <laughs> We have a second mm. film this episode, and it is called The Mangler 2, a.k.a. The Mangler 2.0, from 2001. A.k.a. Graduation Day? Yeah. Let's hear that mm. trailer. Fellow staff and students of the Royal Collegiate College, a brand new high-tech computer security system, the N2K. What about the security risk of me escaping from this prison? The school is now equipped with an array of sensors and cameras. All about Big Brother. I am so scared. We all need a Big Brother's protection now and then. Mingler virus. Oh, Mingler, you're my hero. Mingler virus download. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Something strange is going on. 
system. No, it's a trap! Directed by Michael Hamilton Wright, filmed in Chilliwack, British Columbia. Tagline, escape before it rips you apart. Synopsis, a, a teenager girl, that's how it's written online. Teenager. A teenager girl mistakenly downloads the Mangler 2.0 computer virus into her high school's new state-of-the-art computer system and all hell breaks loose. I will call that into question as it's not a mistake at all <laughs> no no i was gonna say uh, it's very intently yeah um and uh, on imdb they say the budget for this movie is four million dollars and i can i can kind of understand that because the between the two of these movies this one th they're going for a professional look to it to some degree <laughs> and i could yeah, i could understand how okay. a, a, budget like that would come out of something with like a big crew and like like it seems like there's there was effort put into to making this movie feel like a kind of real movie <laughs> maybe outside of the script and <laughs> yeah but also like where's the money going though for real like i mean this movie is like almost comically sparse and underwhelming in a way <laughs> like it feels heavily edited but i'm not even sure if they had edited shit out like gore effects and stuff Be because this movie is like the kind of movie it'll show you like i don't know um a kill scene where the only stuff that you see is a girl's hair being caught in i don't know like a fax machine or yeah. something and then some blood splatter and that's on it. the wall kind of thing yeah and that's 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 all you'll basically get in terms of like nastiness so i'm like okay so the money isn't going there um did, did lance hendrickson have like a probably big... <laughs> probably had a bunch of money and then you know i i believe we gotta get a name i think it was so. shot on film and then and so you're looking at like cameras and lights and crew and yeah like i'm sure yeah i guess that kind of thing i'm yeah. sure the, the budget went into the the production but it definitely didn't go into the script or effects or <laughs> Or much, much else. else. Yeah. The, <laughs> this, this movie really feels like to me a group of marginally talented people found a way to <laughs> get like the, the rights to this and, you know. Oh, the rights might be a, as well. Yeah. And like a company was like, we need to make this because we have the rights to it. And, you know, people found a way to get it made. But, and, and I'm sure they, you know, were trying their best. And I think they, they probably were based on what you can see on screen. But, it just doesn't like like it just i don't know it, it 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 it's almost an interesting thing to have these two movies side by side because on the one side you have slashers which is very low budget and has a bit of passion to it and then you have the mangler which is clearly a higher budget and a more quote unquote polished piece of work but feels passionless yeah yeah absolutely passionless like who's who's making this thing like there's no like how do you say alter quality to it at all like this could have been made by anything just mm -hmm. anyone i don't know like that director as well I, uh, is it like michael hamilton Wright yeah. or something 
Um, hasn't really yeah. directed any other movies. A lot of people involved with this movie did not go on to do anything else. Oh, yeah. I was looking at the cast, if they had done anything else. And you've got, like, um, I'm just going to... I think his name might even be Corey, but I'm, uh, he's just, like, a definitely, like, a Corey type. You know the one, don't you? <laughs> what? Oh, um, Corey Banks, Miles Meadows. Yeah, 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 Miles Meadows. He was in Carrie um, from... Yeah, which I've never seen. And he was also in a movie called Two, like the number two, Gather, uh, which is sort of like, it's, it's an MTV original movie about a boy oh, band. Oh, I've seen that. Have yeah. you? For real? Yeah. <laughs> is it, what's it like? Do you remember? I remember they had like a song called like, you and me, you plus me <laughs> equals calculus or something. And it was like. It was a, it's a, spoof. a spoof of like yeah. NSYNC and that that kind of thing. And and I, I thought yeah, yeah. that there was somebody. It is a TV movie, it says on IMDb. Uh, a movie that spoofs boy bands like, you know, the Backstreet Boys and all that stuff. It's the boy band version of Spinal yeah, Tap. Yeah, I thought, um, I think Kevin Farley was in it brother of Chris Farley, because I remember specifically from the time being like, oh, that's Chris oh, Farley's Jesus, brother. I, I didn't even know Chris Farley had a brother. But yeah, uh, this Corey guy is in, in that. And That's then probably one... where I recognized it, because like, he has a, a look where I was like, I think I know that guy somewhere. Yeah, yeah Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, other than that, no one outside of Lance Hendrickson that really made a mark. I think that me. was Canadian together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It says okay. it, well, it was filmed um, in Chilliwack. It was filmed in British Columbia yeah. and looks like it had some Canadian actors oh. in it. Well, good thing it isn't a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be a fuck. <laughs> like I said, in terms of the cast, one thing that made me laugh. Uh, so you've got like the main kids and the, the girl, again, who's the final girl. She has this bodyguard who... Who really reminded me of Jack D. Rippington from <laughs> Fatal Exposure. <laughs> I didn't Just think of that at all, but you're yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, like not drinking any blood to maintain his <laughs> his his boners, no. but yeah, Blake Blake Bonner is his name. So. Yeah, you know, that just made me laugh. Yeah. I mean, if you uh, if you haven't seen Fatal Exposure, this will mean nothing to you. But that's a good excuse to go to YouTube and watch Fatal Exposure. Hell yeah. Because that, mo that movie's fucking it's great. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, The Mangler 2. Now, I saw this when it came out. I rented it. Ah, okay. And I'm, I'm, I have vague memories of, wa of watching it with the commentary as well. Because I rented oh, it and I watched it and I was like, this is terrible. And then I remember being <laughs> like, well, now I have to hear what the commentary was. But no, I need to know why it's terrible. All, <laughs> all I remember is yeah. the director being very just like, you know, we were trying to go for like cla like a fun horror movie. <laughs> like it was just very like, you know, we, we, yeah. put, it, we put our effort in. Yeah, we gave it our best yeah. shot, but, you know. Sometimes <laughs> that's just not enough. Yeah. And <laughs> so speaking of the DVD, <laughs> I yeah. mentioned to you before we recorded, I found a really, really big um, review online that I had to Google translate. From, from what? Uh, what was it? Um, I can't remember if it was French or if it was German. Oh, okay. But, uh, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. not but okay. <laughs> um, but they did give a little bit of synopsis of the stuff on the DVD. So they said, there's a behind the scenes uh, video and they said it's a bit embarrassing because they try and 
knit a bit of legend about the shooting being haunted by all sorts of inexplicable phenomena, like things that were going uh, okay. wrong with the electricity and stuff. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. And then they also mentioned that in the gag reel, um, they keep using Lance Henriksen's statement that Mangra 2 is the most scary film he has ever made. Um, and I don't know if maybe this is a translation thing and maybe they're trying to say like he keeps joking about that or maybe he just was saying it to like sell the movie. I can't tell which it uh, is. You should have linked me that. I, I mean, like I'm not fluent in German or French, but these are languages that you get exposed to when you live in a country that's like a neighboring country. So I might have been able to tell, <laughs> but uh. it's German. I just checked. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. Then I definitely would have been able to tell. OK, um, well, I'll send it to you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not that it matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Lance Henriksen, this movie, though, like he's not in it a whole lot, but whenever he is, I mean, I love Lance Henriksen. It's it, it. I'm also like, why it was he? In, apparently, originally Malcolm McDowell was gonna be the 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 principal, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's in line with Malcolm McDowell. Just in my opinion, whatever. He, he's he's done a lot of bad movies, mm -hmm. so you know this isn't uh, beneath him. Uh, but yeah, then it ended up being like Lance Henriksen. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that, that scene of him at the end. I mean, do you want to talk about that now? or? Just... Yeah, well, I mean, there's not much to this movie. It's a bunch of teenagers. They, you know, have to stay back when everybody else leaves the school for a trip because something happened and a website was hacked and they have to figure out who did it. It's just a really stupid reason for them to be left behind. And then the, the main girl is mad at her dad, so she downloads the Mangler 2.0 virus to upload into the school's uh, system because her dad is like the owner of the school or whatever i think oh is it isn't no isn't that like the owner of the military security system yeah. that they start using at a is. fucking school yeah like what, what what future is this like this movie is extremely to 2001 like everything from like the shitty uns, 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 like crappy i don't know like i want to call it like dust brothers kind of like shitty house music but dust brothers kind of good actually it's, but yeah it's like a pseudo industrial yeah, pop yeah, yeah. rock but, but but yeah sometimes it's like this sort of like more yeah i'm i'm, I'm really not good with like music genres i just want to call it like emo or rock kind yeah. of thing oh you know what though in this movie there was a song that plays and i don't know if it's that band that does the soundtrack or something else but there was like a song in one of the like scenes that was also trying to be sexy and had like a bunch of dumb lyrics that were just like, Oh yeah. Yeah. It was just oh, like, fuck, yeah. Funk in your <laughs> face or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And, and the lyrics were just, I remember turning to Emma and being like, what the hell? It's just them saying a bunch of random things like funk in your face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just sexy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I said, just so it's just, it's a time capsule. Uh, I, will, I will give it that. Like, also, just off the bat, too many people wearing sunglasses. Like, everyone shows up at school wearing sun sunglasses. <laughs> like, the main characters, they're all just wearing shades. and They're the cool crew, like, baby. Yeah, and, like, the token black guy, he, he comes out of a car that's, like, loaded with smoke. Yeah, pot like, smoke. Like, you have to assume pot smoke, yeah. yeah. And the one character's uh, doing Christopher Walken oh, for some yeah, reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Corey character, yeah. yeah. It's like... 
why yeah and you mm. get the you get the idea that i don't know in, in those early scenes like maybe there'll be some ridiculous things for me to laugh at mm. <laughs> and there's a few okay there's a few for sure like okay so this movie's mostly bad and boring but there are like two moments that made me scream laugh <laughs> Like short bursts of like, I don't know, like my neighbors definitely hurt me. <laughs> uh, so the first moment is, okay, so the main antagonist in this movie is a virus, which, you know, that's not tangible, but stuff starts coming alive. Yeah, she uploads you know, it, it that Mangler 2.0 virus and yeah. then everything in the school can be taken over by the virus. Yeah, but it's also kind of underwhelming what they do with yeah. it. Like, it does this, like, death spa thing of inanimate objects, like, flying around killing people, which I love, but it does it very, 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 I don't know, very poorly. And It's a lot of wires just, like, on the ground moving around, yeah, and then yeah. maybe it'll pick up an axe and somebody off screen will get killed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, the, the virus just mostly materializes in the form of a bunch of, like, computer cables that are braided together. <laughs> and, yeah, th there's this one kill where, like, a bunch of... Like, the first time that you see that cable thing, there's a kill, like, these braided wires are floating at, like, eye level, and they're holding, like, some shears. Yeah. And then there's an off-screen kill, and I just screamed at that. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this is so anti anything it's it's just so it's like the opposite of scary it's just i don't know it just made me laugh it, it reminded me kind of like um in the exorcist 3 there's like a super super effective scene with i think some scissors as well with a similar tool and i was like this is like comedy like the unintentional comedy version of that <laughs> Yeah, it's in the same... Yeah, when they do the one with the axe, it's like the wires pull up and wrap around the whack, the wrap around the axe, and then, yeah, it swings off camera. It's like n none of the murdering that goes on in this movie is interesting in any way. No, no, absolutely not. Like, there's, like, you know, is there even, like, murders happening if, you, if you're not seeing them? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just a dumb, horny teenager movie where... Everyone, even when they're like running for their lives, they never fail to be horny. Like even at the <laughs> yeah. end, they're like trying to get out of the school, but they still like stop and like suck each other's faces. Like, yeah. oh my God, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to me, I felt like the best part of the movie was just the stuff involving the virus. Because I love that like awful computer stuff. Like yeah, she goes. Like techno thriller stuff. She yeah. goes on some website that's like hacker domain. Hacker gal chat. Hacker yeah, gal yeah, chat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's like a 3D person being like, if you'd like to really mess someone's system up, download Bangler 2.0. <laughs> yeah. 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 That stuff is, that, that stuff's great. That's like, uh, uh, what's that anthology called with, uh, Emilio Estevez. Nightmares. Uh, yeah, Nightmares. But what's his segment called again? It's like Bishop, Bishop of... Bishop, yeah, something. Bishop of He something. plays the video game and it's like, yeah, talking to him yeah, and sucks yeah, him yeah. in. That, that's the best part of that anthology. It's so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that stuff. Uh, everything involving that was fun, but they just don't really do enough with that. Yeah, uh, it's also, yeah I just love like these like instantly outdated... Um, technophobic things in horror movies as well you know um logging into hacker gal chat <laughs> downloading a virus uh it's all these i think there's even like mention of like a 
Palm Pilot or that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like so the end of the movie is like she's escaped. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a Palm Pilot, and on the Palm Pilot it says, you've been mangled. Yeah, but has she? No, no I don't know. Like, no, what, what, what does it even mean? <laughs> like, it's it's becoming very abstract what mangling means in these movies. Like, have, have you seen the original Mangler, yeah. I have to assume? Yeah, okay. But not in a long uh, time. Um, I saw it not too long ago, and... <laughs> That movie has some stuff to it, like visually and conceptually. It's like the most Stephen Kingiest thing you can imagine, like a killer uh, laundromat folding machine. And there's some cool visuals to it, but there's also stuff about that movie that absolutely does not work. <laughs> um, I've always wondered because I hated it at the time. And so I oh, always okay. wondered, like, I wonder if I should go back and see if I like it more now. Uh, there's, there's definitely stuff about it that I don't like. Like, Robert Englund's performance in that movie is, is a lot to take in. I mean, let's be honest, Robert Englund as Freddy, sure, but yeah, that's sort of where it ends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if I like him in movies a whole lot. <laughs> this movie as well as a sequel to the original Mangler, I don't really fully understand yeah, it. Yeah, it's dumb. And it, it's also like... What exactly is the Mangler? I, I think it was like an evil spirit in the first one. Yeah, there's one, no but... continuity. It's like a Project Shadow Chaser sequel where it's like <laughs> a thing exactly. is killing a thing. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? I, 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 I do enjoy concepts just being inconsistent, um, <laughs> doing crazy shit like yeah. this techno thriller kind of angle um and it's just all instantly outdated like even like this came out in 2001 and i bet like a couple of years after people were, were already like palm pilots what the fuck <laughs> uh like at one point technologies has started moving so fast that i don't know like especially now it's it's sort of charming now 20 years later but it's just funny to yeah. see all that stuff, you know. It's it's it just makes me giggle. The uh, the only other thing about Mangler Two that I have is that when I watched it originally, they had an error on their DVD that when the DVD changed layers, it skipped a whole scene of a movie, and so it went from them being in the gym to them being outside of the gym and going like, "Oh my God, Corey died," and. Until this day, I didn't know what it was until I rewatched it and saw that he gets crushed by the stairs, and now I know. Oh, that's what happened. Because I feel like I zoned out at that point, and I, and and as you're telling the story, I'm like, wait, do you see what happens <laughs> to him? But again, this movie's Very all big. like about off-screen kills, so you might as well have missed it. Yeah, you see him go um, under this, the, the bleachers, yeah, I, and then you see I the do bleachers close, that, yeah. and then you see a, a shot of blood on the ground. That's about as much yeah. as the movie gives you. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's one point in the movie where this Corey character, I don't know, they're having like a conversation before everything starts going wrong. They're at the pool, um, hanging out. And someone, I don't remember why, but they say for some reason that if you eat someone's eyes, their lives will flash before your eyes or something. Yeah. And and this Corey guy, he goes like, well, I'm looking forward to some Hugh Hefner eyeball soup. Oh, Do you I forgot about line? that. Oh, my God. That's so... I mean, it's aligned with the movie and this character. So... 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it just made it just made me laugh. Like, what the fuck are they doing here? Oh, oh, as 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 well. Like in the same vein in this movie, like there's moments in this uh, in this film that the director's being like real cute. He's having like his characters all just name drop porn parody names. Oh, that was so stupid. But it's just too much. Like, they just keep going and going. Oh, what about this one? What about shaving Ryan's privates? <laughs> and and all of them are like, you've heard them all before. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not like yeah. they made and up funny ones. It's just like... <laughs> no, no, no. It's like all the ones you can yeah. think of now. Like the first five that you will be able to think it's of. It's those That's... ones. <laughs> yeah, it's those ones. And I think like one of them even shows up in the movie as a tape. Like crouching tiger or, hide my is, dragon yeah 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 is it is it like the french chef character who's watching that or is it someone it's, i think it was somebody else, else yeah. but he's like they keep making reference yeah. to him being a perv but also there's a french chef character in this movie for some reason and he's like he becomes like one of the main characters yeah and he i'm like that actor's on the commentary track oh is he oh that, i want to say that might be fun but yeah, yeah i'm never french gonna listen Canadian to that chef yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like on the computer and like yelling at the computer while he smokes a cigarette about how it doesn't, you know, technology. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's sort of like the LL Cool J and Deep Blue Sea, <laughs> but mixed yeah. with the clumsy waiter from The Simpsons. He, that you know? that actor is from Quebec, but I I was really hoping that he would lean really hard into the French Canadian accent. <laughs> oh, that would have <laughs> been good. It's yeah. just like normal accent <laughs> yeah that would have been some extra hoser horror yeah. crap but yeah oh too bad um uh yeah this movie's uh, bad and it's i'm glad bad, it's over it's bad but it made me laugh i, I watched uh, i mean i sat i watched it i didn't fast forward anything i you know no, got no, through it like, <laughs> yeah yeah there's like, funny I things feel like in it i barely checked my phone <laughs> while watching this um which is okay uh but, yeah, uh, I feel like we still haven't talked about the big moment that made me laugh oh, a lot. Fuck, but yeah, there, we do need to there, talk there, about that. Yeah, we do need to talk about that. But there's one other thing I wanted to mention. Um, at the very start, before all the school stuff happens, there's like a scene of the, the main girl who ends up being the final girl... But at that point, you don't know yet it's her. It's like a person dressed all in black. Oh, like the open a, scene, yeah. Like a cat burglar sort of ninja mm -hmm. thing going on. Breaking into like a industrial complex that her yeah, dad owns. Yeah, and like this facility, but very conspicuously, conspicuously holding a gold disc. Like, I was like, whoa, this feels like, you know, one of those anti piracy videos, yeah you wouldn't you know? steal a car yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 exactly like that and it has that like, music i was like this is off to a good start yeah. but that's yeah it's it starts with that and that's good but it also ends with a moment that i i probably won't ever be able to forget yeah so in overall uh lance hendrickson becomes you know the villain through the wires kind of going into his head. If you go to IMDb and you check out this page, they've they've tried to make that look really cool on the front of the cover. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and that's why I rented it back in the day. But, yeah, so it, <laughs> the end of the movie is it is revealed that he has, like, been taken over by the machine, and he utters a particular line. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, the final girl 
confronting Lance Hendrickson all hooked up to the mainframe like some sort of cyber pinhead. And he just decides to casually quote the Spice Girls saying, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Yeah. And I'm like, that's <laughs> cinema, baby. <laughs> oh, I laughed so hard at that shit. And he doesn't he doesn't do it in a way that's like he's singing the song. He just goes, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Like he's like he's not doing it like like he's singing the song and it's so like like why it's it's the right I don't know it's the right way of saying it though but it's it's sort of like <laughs> making it a little bit menacing I don't know I felt that was a good line reading <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I yeah that's that's I, that's also just my letterbox review that line basically because I'm like oh everything else about this movie doesn't matter but have you ever seen a movie? With Lance Hendrickson as a cyber Cenobite quoting the Spice Girls, uh, there's no other movie. And therefore, this has merit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all That's all you need, really. One unforgettable moment, yeah. Yeah, that's enough. For this movie, it's enough. <laughs> the Mangler 2 and Slashers, two movies from 2001, two not particularly overly Canadian movies um, in terms of, you know, they... they, they they feel a little Canadian, but they don't hit you over the head with it. In terms of whether or not these movies go into the canon of <laughs> Canadian horror films, I mean, it's a no for me <laughs> on both of them. Um, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. Don't, but don't even. <laughs> again, I can't stop you from watching these movies. If you think that they sound funny, you should watch them. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure like Slasher has like an okay average rating on Letterboxd even, so people yeah. don't definitely hate it uh, opposed to the mangler which is like uh i don't know i don't know anyone who who likes the mangler too uh, <laughs> slashers i have i probably have some mutuals who have it like at three stars or something yeah which is yeah sure two three stars yeah mangler it, is is a bit if we hadn't done the mangler two for this you know mm. we could we would have ended up doing them for franchise so we saved ourselves because there's a third one that's apparently really bad as well oh god you're right yeah uh, yeah so three is enough that's the franchise we won't have to do that because yeah. we already talked yeah. about this one yeah yeah and let's not talk about it again exactly <laughs> let's never talk about this again <laughs> <laughs> well then that's our episode thank you for listening don't forget to go to back-row.com where you can find this podcast many others there are franchise frenzies for you to listen to about meatballs and project shadow chaser there's podcast you did a podcast with jenna right recently uh yeah we did another post anime club our uh once every six months uh yeah. we talked about house and legend of the stardust brothers yeah um yeah sweet check it out yes so check those out backdashrow.com and back in a blog on all of our social medias you can find me on twitter and letterboxd at yckmd and carlo is carlo goes boom 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 on all those places Whoop, whoop. And otherwise, we will find a way to sign off this podcast eventually. And oh, wait. See you later, alligator. See you later, alligators. Alligators.